0: Red 521 at WFMB and WFMB.com. I told you that Democrats were on a murderous rampage this weekend. And I have a couple of stories to back my points up. First of all, let's take you to DC run hellhole. Washington DC is DC police are investigating a shooting that left multiple people injured early Wednesday morning assistant police chief Leslie Parsons telling reporters that police were called to a scene after a dark SUV stopped a gunman open fire on multiple victims before driving away all of our victims have non-life-threatening injuries we do have a total of nine victims Two of our victims are juveniles, one being nine years old, one being 17 years old. You know, it just makes you sick. And again, I wonder, and I'm getting really, really sick of the activists in the city, but I just wonder where BLM is. I wonder where that organization that lit cities on fire is this morning as mass atrocities are being committed against young black men and women all over the country. They really do not care about black lives. Now let me take you to Democrat-run Milwaukee where the city of Milwaukee reporting multiple shootings this morning over the four-day, 4th of July holiday weekend. Milwaukee 6 reporter Brett Vickery reporting. Milwaukee police say over the last four days 15 people have been shot. Four of them died. They say six of those shootings started with an argument. Mayor Cavalier-Johnson says the example of unity he sees on July 4th should be seen every day of the year. All of us should look within each other and work to come together. That's what the United States is all about. Mayor Johnson says he's gone to state and federal lawmakers, asking them to pass legislation restricting gun access. He says the city's working with other community leaders to provide resources and programs that encourage young people to choose a different path. All right, let's go to another Democrat-run hellhole in Philadelphia, where the man believed to be the shooter, who, by the way, is a cross-dresser and a BLM activist, appeared in court yesterday on multiple counts of murder the 40-year-old gunman according to philadelphia da larry krasner is expected to face multiple murder and aggravated assault counts weapons charges will likely be included at a news conference tuesday krasner says he believes these serious counts will take any possibility of bail off the table in other words this is a person who Never going to leave jail before the trial. And it is my expectation is never going to leave jail, period. DA Krasner did say the suspect could either be charged by his office or federally. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. All right, Grinnell, thank you very much. 524 WFMD. Have I made my point? Well... If I have it, let me take you to Democrat-run San Francisco, where masked teens are now mugging mommies and nannies, as Gary Baumgarten explains. Cops say one group of teens is responsible for at least 11 attacks, all of them in broad daylight, and many of them violent. A pregnant woman among the victims, who are pushed and punched before being relieved of their cell phones. Cops say the young thugs usually escape in a storm. Car. Most of the attacks in upscale neighborhoods of San Francisco. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. All right, 524 at WFMD. The air quality, thanks to Canada, is again poor this morning, as John Saussier explains. Governor Tim Walz announcing on Monday that 17 firefighters from the Minnesota Interagency Fire Center in Grand Rapids would join the battle in Manitoba trying to stop these wildfires that have been raging in Canada. The province of Manitoba actually requested the help under the Great Lakes Forest Fire Compact. That's an agreement between Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Manitoba, and Ontario. Large fires burning across Canada have been a big problem early in the wildfire season. The smoky air has been drifting south into the United States and has led to multiple air quality alerts from many across the country. John Saucier, Fox News. All right, 525 at WFND. Meanwhile, there are still 4th of July travel concerns a day after the 4th of July more than 60 million Americans from the Midwest to the South to the Mid-Atlantic could be in the path of severe weather outbreaks that pose the risk for rain and severe thunderstorms. It threatens yet another slowdown for airlines who are trying to recover from a tidal wave of delays and cancellations following an untimely outbreak of severe weather in the Northeast last week. That on top of air traffic control staffing shortages. If severe weather does in fact materialize, more than 4.1 million holiday flyers could be a affected one way or another as they make their way back from 4th of July destination. All right, 526 at WFMD. Did you hear this morning that cocaine was found in the White House? You know, it's a great time to be a news talk radio. It really is. So whose cocaine is it? Is it Corinne Jean-Pierre's? Is it Joe Biden's or... Is it Hunter Biden's or somebody else? I have to tell you this. I'm not completely surprised that cocaine was found in the White House because Hunter Biden has been at the White House more and more, see the correlation there. However, I wanna share with you. So last year I went to a Joe Biden, uh, I guess it was a press conference, an event at the Hagerstown Volvo plant on Moggins Avenue. And while I was there, what I observed is something that I hadn't observed uh, observed during the Trump administration. And that was some very peculiar people traveling with the Biden administration, people with nose rings and tattoos on their necks and thuggish looking people working for a presidential administration. What a disgrace they have been. And we'll we'll find out or maybe we won't find out whose cocaine was in the White House. Nevertheless, that is news and commentary for a Wednesday morning hump day and happy 5th of July to you. The Morning News Express continues right here on Free Talk 930 WFMD. 930 WFMD, business update. All right, time for the business update at 5.50. No Chris Murray, but I will tell you the markets are back open after a day off on the 4th of July. U.S. stock futures fell Wednesday as Wall Street resumed a holiday short and weak. The Dow Jones Industrial Average Futures... Fell by 93 points, and the S&P and NASDAQ 100 futures dipped three-tenths and four-tenths of a point, respectively. Markets were closed Tuesday for the 4th of July holiday. They closed early on Monday. Investors are coming off a positive session Monday, which kicked off the start of a new week, a quarter-and-a-half year of trader for traders. rather. As stocks rose slightly during the shortened trading day with the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Adding about ten points, a little more than ten points, the S and P 500 rose a twelve hundredths of a point, while the Nasdaq Composite closed at twenty one hundredths of a point higher. Those gains built on a strong start on the year last last week. The Nasdaq closed out its best first half of the year since nineteen eighty three, while the S and P 500 notched its best first half advance since two thousand nineteen as the surge in in Interest in artificial intelligence buoyed investor optimism in stocks. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was uh, lagged, rising just 3.8%. Meanwhile, if you have savings, well, it's dwindling. While Americans have built up savings at an unprecedented rate following the pandemic, households are struggling to put money away this year. According to a new report, a trend that has fueled fears among economists that uh, there's an incoming recession during the COVID-19 health emergency when many across the country were forced into lockdowns and the national economy suffered a shutdown, people's personal savings thrived with people saving as much as 30 percent of their monthly income and having $2.3 trillion in excess savings between 2020 and 2021. For context, it should be noted that these excess savings were concentrated in the top half of the households by income, while many lower income households struggled to make ends meet. Three and a half years later, the rate of savings among American households is rapidly falling In February, the U.S. personal savings rate was estimated to be around 4.6%, much below the decades-long average of about 8.9%, according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis, some economists. Think that the collapse of household savings could lead to a a spending slowdown and trigger a recession. Consumer spending currently represents about 70% of the U.S. GDP, a crucial factor influencing the country's economic growth at 553. What else do we have here? Oh, gas prices yesterday. Okay. So if you were out and about, you saw that Sheets was selling gas for. $1.77 $1.77 a gallon. I filled up for $18 yesterday. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if you're going to enjoy those gas prices, you should have to break out your voter registration card. You should have to break out your voter registration card. If you voted for Joe Biden, you should not be allowed to take advantage of the $1. seventy-seven per gallon gas prices that Sheets was offering yesterday. Now they're back to $3.50. In fact, I stopped by to wash my windows at a Sheets gas station early this morning, and every gas pump was out. Gas is sold out at Sheets. I don't know what it's uh, like in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood, gas is out. They sold out for $1.77 yesterday. And again, those were Trump era prices. Gas was $1.77 on the regular when he was the president. Now it's 363, but relax. You're not getting the mean tweets. Instead, you're getting cocaine in the White House. 554 at WFMD and WFMD.com